And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast with me, Ian, joined by David Coates with a new background. Good evening. Yes, nobody can see my new background, but it is indeed a new background. I'm going to have to either move myself or move my shirt one way or the other to make it work, though. So I'll work on that, I promise. And Ben Barrett, who has a new Christmas thing. Every time we log on to Zoom, there's a new Christmas thing behind him, around him or on him. Hello. Tell us what you're wearing, Ben. Um, I've got a hat, got a Christmas hat, sparkly, yeah. with some glitter, and I, I, a star has appeared. But again, this is no good for audio. You tell me, gent. That's upside down, that star, isn't it? I can't explain it, but it's upside down. I have um, screenshotted it, Ben, so I will post it on the socials and see if people think it's upside down. That's upside down. I can't explain it, but the pointy bit should be up, right? It looks and like I it's a star. I don't know. It's uh, fine. Anyway, hi. Okay. How are we doing? Yeah, all right. Good. Live... Recovering from some sort of yeah. ailment. Everyone's got the bug. You sound like uh, Dave. Do you want to use your line that you use from our group WhatsApp chat? He does sound a bit like one today. Well, Ian described himself as sounding a bit like Barry White, who I then referred to for his. Universally known nickname of the Walrus of Love. So um that that is what I've been yeah. referring to Ian as the Walrus. There'll be no there'll be no singing. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. A Beatles one. There you go. Yeah, get all the music <laughs> references in there. I just watched that yeah. fly over Ben's head and hit his wonky star. <laughs> upside down star, it's not wonky. It, oh, it's not wonky, it's not wonky. Don't tell him it's wonky and upside down. The OCD's <laughs> going overdrive. Although the shadow does make it look a bit wonky, doesn't it? Um, it's been a quiet week. It feels like it's been a quiet week at Yeovil Town, anyway. Um, Duncan Idahan's gone back. We barely knew you. And what we knew of you um, was all right in places. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't exact. I think we probably would have seen more of him if Jake Wannell hadn't recovered as quickly as he had done. Um, sort of started that talky game, didn't he? And then I was like, oh, yeah, Wannell's all right now. Um, had that game against Bath where he's moved around a little bit as well, but you know, didn't do anything wrong. And by the sounds of things, Mark Cooper said Bristol City just wanted him back playing in their under 23s and getting some minutes in. That was strange. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was strange. Yeah, he's not going back Did to you? playing the first team. Uh, is is are we not of a level of their under 23s? I'm not, I'm a bit confused to be honest with you. If he's not uh, playing, no, but we've got three games in eight days. Chances are we'll need people. We'll need a squad. Um, for me, that's a decision that probably could have waited till January. Do the under, I'm not sure if Bristol City under-23s even play a lot over the Christmas period, let alone, you know, you'd rather have him in a, a, a first-team environment being available 
Jake Wannell gets a knock on on Saturday. He's playing two games against Taunton back to back in three days' time. It just feels like a strange one on Bristol City's part. If that's that's what they want to do, they have every prerogative to do so. But it feels a bit strange, and you know they they would have known he'd have you know been basically the third centre back of the group in a team that occasionally plays three centre backs. Like really, just it just doesn't it just doesn't add up to me. That I, I thought it was a bit strange. Really thought it was a bit strange. Um, and now we look light at centre back. Very light at centre back. So um yeah. We know what you're thinking, Ben. Regardless, even if even if even if Thornton hadn't left, I'd have thought we were a bit light at centre back. We were probably a bit light at centre back with Idaho. One of the things I thought we could have put in place would be to have elongated Idaho and stay, just to cover that a little bit more. Um but yeah, fine. Okay. I mean, it's it's. I mean, we're the we're the club that is loaning from yeah. the other team. It's very much up to the other team to, you know, do what they want to do with their player. I suppose so. I think. And am I right in saying were... Jay Folston can play left centre back? Yeah, he can, but he can't play against Taunton in these in two of the can't play next three back. games. No. So. Um, that's why I think it's a bit that they're a bit slower bringing back bringing back Alex Whittle because Falston can play against Eastbourne and then hmm. Whittle will be all right for those other two. But Mark Cooper did say that he was hoping to have a new signing in before the next game. So for all we know, it could be a there could be a giant centre back coming in or would you someone else on a, the way. Would you be looking for a loan there or a or a permanent possibly? Do you think? A centre back, think... yeah. Well, anywhere, but yeah, I specifically asked the question with centre back in mind. But anyway, I, I, I mean, permanent players are always better. But at this at this point of the season, maybe alone. Maybe, maybe I, I I could only see us bringing in another Idahoan esque kind of player, mm. um, somebody yeah. else who's like that. Maybe a youngster from. I can't see us bringing in a permanent, experienced head. I wouldn't have thought. Um, but there we yeah, go. I think we're more likely to see loans than um, permanents until we've maybe moved on a couple more players that are under contract. Would be just my way of thinking. Yeah, I don't think we're quite. We can quite quite claim the poverty card that we did um, where people were lending us out of the goodness of their heart were they when we had Darren Saal and uh, and, and, and um, last season as well we had a few on loan didn't we the, we heard a lot about um, who was it, it was um, oh Josh was in Palm Holden wasn't it that we had mm. and remember Mark Cooper saying then the Bristol City had yeah. given, given them to us basically so I don't think we can really play that card anymore no, no, it depends on the relationship with the other clubs. And I think we probably got that leeway with Bristol City, but at the same time, that's why they can take Ollie Thomas back as and when they want to, take Idahan back when they want to, take Zach Bell back when they want to, if if they're not getting... I mean, Thomas was sort of not part of this rule, but the others weren't particularly getting a lot of games. So, yeah, we move on. and He's our player... And we'll do what with him what we want to. Very true. Yeah. Very true. 
Um, do you think the signing that Mark Cooper's talking about, do you think we're going to be looking at a defender? He's talked about wanting pace and wanting wingers before. Yeah, I mean, that's what he said to you after the uh, Hampton game, wasn't it? About needing yeah. um, people in the forward positions and Jake Hyde's not going to be able to play on 3G. Uh, I think he said it in his pre-match press conference. Yeah. So, um, so that leaves us, I say just, but that leaves us with Young, Murphy, uh, Nublay. Doors. Doors. Forward positions, I'm struggling. Beyond that, Fisher, Fisher, Fish. yeah, 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 and he's at Stevens out for six, six to eight oh, weeks still. Six weeks, yeah, yeah. So a three month injury. What yeah. are those hamstrings made of? Quavers, hamstrings made of quavers. Quaver, mm. quaver uh, hamstrings. It's yeah. gutting in it because how good was he in that in that start of that run of fourteen, John Stevens? He's so, he's so good. Yeah. So, so good. What about oh. Linton? If he's, what? we said in the last one, didn't we, about if he's uh, not available for Taunton. Is, there, mm. is, is, is that possible? Could we could we have him for Saturday? And there, I, I would guess there would be no point in having him for Saturday because we've got a 16 and he can't play against us anyway. So we might as well see the Saturday game out. They've got Tunbridge, I think. Um, he might as well see that out with them. We can get through a game. It's fine. Um, the question comes after the two Taunton games, I guess, as to what, what you want to do with him. He couldn't play against Taunton then. Say again? He couldn't play against Taunton. He could, yeah. If he came back, yeah. 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 But he but couldn't he play couldn't... for them. So he might as well end that loan spell with them because he's not going to play against Eastbourne because we've got we've got a front four basically. The problem yeah. then comes after that, where in theory you'd think he'd be out with those two Taunton games well, in some way, shape, or form. Well, would you have him back? Depends who else we can get in, really. Is the honest answer. I've 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 I liked him last season. I really did. He just never seemed to get a run. Um, I don't know what to say about it. Really, he's done he's done okay at Taunton. Their their November goal of the month competition wasn't a classic, and he did win it. Um, didn't he? He had an injury off the three G. Ironically, didn't he? Oh um, right, and, Bravely, yeah. And had a problem for quite a while. So yeah. Maybe don't throw him on a 3G piece ball, and then that might be a bit <laughs> Basically, yeah. flashbacks. So, I liked him. I did like him, but I don't know where he gets in this lot. I just don't know where he goes. Yeah, I don't think he comes in ahead of any... I don't think he comes back into no. the squad and he's like, well, I'm ahead of Nuble or I'm ahead of no, Fisher. Like, even but he could be point. He could be a good, good player to bring off the bench. Hmm. Quick, isn't he? He's powerful. Um, he's, he's scored a, a, a few for Taunton, so 
didn't really Ooh. get a get a huge amount of opportunities like you say last season, did he? But certainly at the start of the season, I mean, he obviously scored that goal against Wrexham, and then I remember him scoring a very good goal up at Altrincham as well last mm. at the start of last season. So he obviously knows, yeah, you know, knows where where the onion bag is, doesn't he? He also scored a penalty at Wealdstone, didn't he? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like we had that, we had, he scored, he scored that equaliser at Halifax. Do you remember? Mm. And then didn't get back in the team. And I just thought that was it was always an odd one for me where he just never got a run of it, where he did something good in a team that was doing a lot of rubbish, and never got then two, three, four games to try and back it up. And I don't think we we're in a squad position to give him a two, three, four game spell in the way that we're set up at the moment. So. I'd expect him to stay at Taunton for the foreseeable. Yes, I think so too. Should we move on to Eastbourne? I mean, mm. it is so. It nothing's happened, does it? Oh, oh, stuff has happened. The HP source video of the players going around the hospital. Ah, oh, with their presents. That was lovely. I like the fact they were bought presents as well. They weren't Yeovil Town presents. Like normally, right. they get a bag of like the calendar and the stuffed toy and yeah. stuff like that, and that's nice, but. They went to they went to the entertainer and splurged. Other other toy shops are available, but um, not in cool. Yeovil. They're not. <laughs> are they? All right, okay. Let's yeah, go to Tesco. Smith. No, we've got yeah. W H Smiths. Oh, w H Smith. Yeah, you won't get such good toys from there. I don't think. Spencer like could buy rows and some erasers. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with good stationery for Christmas. <laughs> You're, you're, you're that guy that likes boring stuff for Christmas, aren't you? I know. Practical. You like practical Christmas gifts. I do need some new Sharpies. Some new Sharpies? What are you Sharpies for? Just for drawing, writing and stuff. I like yeah. Sharpies. They're nice. What do you draw? Yeah. What do you draw? Um, doodles. Never seen any of your pictures. Doodling. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a Sharpie? That's a that's a very serious pen, man. Have you seen Super Bad? Wow. <laughs> wow. There we go. I got a, I got a double ended bad boy. <laughs> I got a thin bit. We yeah, we need to it. see some of your doodles, Ben. You'll have yeah. to share some of your your sketches. Your your, you know, you might be the next Pablo Picasso for all we know. I do I do Santa some glasses. <laughs> right, my right, yeah. Again, not really one for audio. This no, is you're it? right. You're yeah. absolutely fine. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, is... It is. I liked it, and I I hate to hark back to last season, but. Does anyone remember last season's Christmas holiday visit video? No, no. About about three players turned up, and this season it's the whole squad, and everyone's getting involved, and everyone wants to be there, and everyone's clearly genuinely trying to get stuck in, and it, with the kids and all the rest of it, it makes a difference. It just looks better from the outside looking in. I know every football club does it. I know, I know we're not the only football club in the world to visit a hospital at Christmas, but it's a tradition I hope continues for forevermore in local communities. I really do. Do you think all the Do you think all the kids wanted Michael Smith to give them the present? Oh, just for the voice. <laughs> yeah, just as just to ask. Yeah, I want Michael Smith to ask me questions about how much I'm looking forward to Christmas. Yeah. How much are you looking forward to Christmas? It wasn't a very good Michael Smith yeah. accent, Dave. No, it wasn't, wasn't it? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I would feel almost insulting to try and get that uh, yeah, looting yeah. Irish whiskey. I, I wouldn't want to do it. I'd ruin it. Yeah, yeah. no one, no one should be doing accents. No, no. 
Yeah. Um, right, should we go to Eastbourne? Why not? Go on then, when we leave it. Dave, 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 you are Dave when are you going to Eastbourne? Yeah. <laughs> uh, tomorrow or, or today, as it is uh, when you listen to this. So, yeah, it's not that far. Do you like... Last Friday before Christmas, it might be that long. It might take me that long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you like Mark Cooper's um, answer to about Eastbourne? It's by the sea. <laughs> by the sea and lots of people go there to retire. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a place I live in, but um, uh, <laughs> yes. Are you going house hunting? Exactly, yeah. No, I've just got one, so I don't need another one. I can't afford another one. Certainly not in Eastbourne, blimey. No, but um, yes, we'll, uh, on Saturday morning, you will hear a chat I had with uh, with Trevor, the Eastbourne uh, borough supporter who spoke to us before the first. This is the first game where we're playing a team for the second time, isn't it? I think because we're not playing Hebel, which you who we played Hampton by. and Richmond Borough. Oh, Hampton, it is, isn't the it? Other okay. borough. Yeah, when you hear that on the um, or me, you hear me say that on foot in the opposition camp, you can say you were wrong because <laughs> I thought that, and I was at bloody Hampton as well. So uh, yeah. <laughs> You weren't at the second one, though, Dave. No, I wasn't at the second one, though. No, I've done 50% of our games against Hampton. Technically, we've played Torquay twice. Well, yeah. Not in the same form. Sorry. Anyway, if if you'd have told me after we'd played Eastbourne that they'd be towards the bottom of the table, I'd have said no way, because I thought they were one of the better teams we've played at Hewitt's Park. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's what are they twenty first? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, fourth from bottom, aren't they? Just in the run. Yeah. Reet down there, conceded yeah. a load of goals. They have and they had don't... and not to not to spoil the chat with Trevor, lots of injuries uh to um important players as well. Their captain's been out for a while, goalkeeper's been out for a while, um midfielder who scored twice against us has been out for a while. Um, so they they have lost some some important players, and un, unlike us, I say unlike us because we haven't got a massive squad. But uh, but uh, but I don't think when you scratch below their first eleven, there's a huge amount of quality there. Um, but mm. they those players are starting to come back, and they got a good win at uh, at Welling at the weekend. We all know what a difficult place Welling is to go to. I mean, Welling a twenty second. It's not. It's not that difficult place to get yeah. to. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was the we joke. Made, I think we... that was the joke, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> we made it very hard. We made it very hard for ourselves. That was a six-pointer for them, really, wasn't it? Mm. Their ex-manager manages Welling as well. So it's it's a battle of the father-son duos as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. There's Mark Beard and Sam Beard, and and the Cooper squared for us as well. So. Yeah, it'll um yeah, it sounds sounds like I mean I don't want to give away everything Trevor said. Um but yeah, it sounds like they've um they they looked a lot better on Saturday than they had done um in, in recent games. Interestingly, the one player that I remember really shining, particularly in that first half at Hughes was Brighton and you were there, so you know better than us was was Leon Gravata, um, down yeah. the wing there. Uh and he's been in and out with injury, came off the bench for them on Saturday. Um, but but yes, Trevor agreed with me that he was an excellent young player. Yeah, well, he gave Zach Bell a horror yeah. time. Yeah, he did. When uh, they were at Hewish Park. So. Is that is that the yeah. game that kind of triggered the 
I think we need to go need to go and get somebody like Michael Smith in. Because I remember coming out of that game thinking, was it that game? Well, I, I remember thinking we played really well there, but that's a weakness. <laughs> we've yeah. done we've done all right there, but that didn't work. That little area didn't work. Yeah, it could have been. I can't remember Smith's first game. Stoneham in the game? FA Cup. Yeah. 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 But yes. Uh, Which it, it was the game after we go. played Eastbourne. There you go. Yeah. Um, so it was we... when Josh Hours scored that mm. first time yeah. hurler into the top bins. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, think and again, Joe Day they... made Joe Day made like two unbelievable saves in the first half. Yeah. So they yeah they looked a good they looked good side good um technical team if I remember rightly good on the good on the ball I think Mark Beard is out of the Brighton Academy I think so knows how the game is played so to speak. Yeah, they were they did they played proper proper football. Mm-hmm. They they did yeah, and I think Mark Cooper said today how they've recently they've got an owner with a bit of cash behind them as well, and they're full time as well, aren't they, Eastbourne? Gone so, full time this season, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the lineup from the last game. Um, Day and goal: Bell, Staunton, Waddle, and Whittle was the back four. A midfield three of Morgan Williams, Low Everton, and Hours. Young was right wing, Matt Worthington was left wing, and Frank Nublé was up front. Yes. Cooper came on. Charlie Cooper came on at half time for Bell, and Jake Hyde came on for Sonny at half time as well. And it worked. Well, we won the game, so it doesn't really matter, yeah. does it? No. We, we, we we're talking quite highly of, of Eastbourne here because we think that the one game that we've seen them in, they've been quite good. Their form guide tells a different story. Mm-hmm. Let's be brutally honest. They got yeah. haggard by a good talky side. They lost to Hemel. They could only draw with Dover. They went out the trophy to Hendon. You know, prior to that Welling win, you've got to go back to the 11th of November when they beat Braintree at home. Their home form's okay. Yeah. It's not a game that should strike us with fear. It's a game we should respect if we can borrow that cliche. But, geez, get out yeah, of doors. What we found this season is we've gone to Haven't, we've gone to Welling. <laughs> yeah, it's a fair and point. And now we're going to Eastbourne. Mm, it's a fair um, point. All teams that were, you know, we're now not the only team that's lost at Haven't, are we? Another team lost oh, last I? weekend, I think. Um, but I haven't have won we, three in a row, by the way. <laughs> we've uh, made moves. it a little. We've made it a bit difficult for ourselves at, in some of these games that we're there towards the bottom that we feel like we should come away with. So, I think probably based on that, we'll be taking it as seriously as we can. Not that I think we take any games unseriously. Talking to Trevor about the game on Saturday, their game at Welling, he spoke about how they nullified the threats, particularly out wide for for Welling. Mark Cooper, when he was asked about uh, his thoughts on Eastbourne uh, Borough, um, 
said he didn't know what they were going to do because every club did something different against Yeovil. Hmm. I would we be surprised at all if they tried to nullify if they they set out to stop the likes of Jordan Young, Reese Murphy, and uh, at the expense of their own style? Would we I'm I, I'm expecting the um to quote Brian's gun the low block. I think they played um they played wing backs when we played them at home, hmm. and it was yeah very much a five, but. That's how Gravata got so much joy. And there were points where they just flipped it on the other side and the right wing back had loads of space as well. So I, I think it'll be a yeah, it'll be a solid five that we'll have to try and break through. And like Mark Cooper said, we need to take our chances in those games because that's what's happened recently. We've not taken the chances when we've got them. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I I I I I don't think they'll change too much, but I think they might be a bit less free-flowing. Perhaps they had a good game at Hewish Park because the pitch is big and they were able to exploit those places. And, you know, like we said, we made two changes at half-time and that was the difference. And on the subject of the pitch... We we're allowed to talk about them now. Was oh, it right. fine? Okay. Because we won on one, didn't we? Yeah. It is a artificial surface. It's been there for yeah. years. Um, apparently, they're talking about putting a new one in next season, one of these hybrid ones. But it is a older style, shall we say, of surface. Do 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 we have concerns about that? I don't think we'll see Hyde or Murphy. I think Murphy probably starts on the bench as a result. Hyde probably not in the squad, so it's yeah, a different looking front line. Won't play, won't he? I think um, Murph's been okay on him though. He has, but I just think in the name of managing minutes of three games in eight days, and we know that it's like, you know, we heard from we heard from Staunton pre-season, didn't we, about the pitches being just all the load goes through your knees and your ankles because the ground doesn't take any give. I don't think we, res- we risk Murphy here because we'll need him on two games in a row. So I think I my guess would be that we start with Fisher and have Nublay off the bench, and get people round Fisher. So I would suggest it would be possibly even Fisher and Nublay with Young and Dawes, and it might end up being a bit longer, because if they're going to put a defensive five in place, play a bit longer, get the ball up to Fisher and Nublay quite quickly, and then get people round them, and give Worthington the license to get up and get in support, and then you're looking for knockdowns off those two to three quicker, more nimble players. Sunny, Worthy, Dawes, Young. That would be my guess as to how we go about it. If they set up to shut up shop, if they open us up and try and have a go, I think we'll probably change quite quickly. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a front two of Fisher and, and Nublay to try and nullify that. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think with a week off, I don't know, I think there's less. I know there's lots of games the other side of it. If this was the third yeah. game of the three, fine, because we'll have done the we'd have, we'd have done the hard work and we'd have known where he is. And obviously, I know we can call upon Hyde for the two Taunton games, but with this being the first of the three, knowing what's to come and Bath on the other side as well. By the way, I'm not worried yeah. if if we can start quick. In an absolute ideal world, Mark Cooper will be desperate for us to start absolutely rapidly, take an early chance. 
one nil up inside 10, 15 minutes and not have to worry about Murphy and get to half time, two, three nil up. They've got to have a go at us. That opens us up. And then that's where we're, we're at our best. And then not need Murphy at all would be the absolute perfect ideal scenario. But a big, I mean, how many times have we said it? How many friggin' times have we said it? Big in their face, first 15 minutes, get a goal early doors. Game's ours to lose. Game's ours to throw away if we want to. We'll get a goal will doors. Hey? Get a goal will doors. He can get a goal, yeah. yeah. That was a play in your early doors. Oh, I see. Sorry, it's been a long day. Yeah. I'm getting all your jokes tonight, Dave. Your jokes are landing really well with me, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Ian got me. didn't laugh, but he got it. (laughs) Sorry, it went straight over my head. Apologies. That's okay. Dave, if you just play that bit of the podcast really loudly outside the away dressing room when you get to Eastbourne on Saturday. Get a goal, well Mm -hmm. does. Early does, well does. Yeah. And then I think um, that should be all they need, really. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. My Chichilian or more Chinchillian speech. Oh, I saw Ben's face. Ben's face lit up then. Like, uh, I reckon he'd like a chinchilla. I don't think Jen would let him have one, but I reckon he'd like one. Yeah. Okay. Would you like a chinchilla, Ben? Is that what's on your Christmas list? I I would like a Churchillian chinchilla. A Churchillian chinchilla. It'll fight you when you try and clean out his litter. It will fight you. Yeah. There's one for AI to draw, isn't it? <laughs> I would like a Christmas chinchilla. <laughs> yeah. Should we take right. some questions? I think yeah. so. I think so. Okay. Dokey. Uh, Dexter Tyson, howdy. Have you ever had any great secret Santa gifts or received any shockers? That's a question. I haven't done a secret Santa work for ages. We didn't do one this year. No, yeah, I'm not I sure we've done one post-pandemic. I remember someone gave me a reed diffuser. A what? You know, like one of those... Um, like an air freshener thing. Air freshener, yeah. But you it's put like, the sticks it's got... in it. Yeah. Oh, it's like liquid a in a bottle. Yeah. That's a reed gift. That's a reed gift. Huh? That's a reed gift. Well, is. I don't know whether if it is. ever I've seen a reed gift. It, it, was a, it was a £10 minimum. And I was convinced this has come from B&M Bargains. Ten pound maximum, hey. I should say. Um, B and M bargains. What's that one? Home bargains. You've never heard of B and M bargains? No, it's, B- yeah, it's just B and M. Home bargains. Oh, okay. <laughs> if they were to be B and M bargains, would be fine. Oh, I thought it was called B and M bargains. Okay, isn't maybe it, maybe I've created a new super discounter, haven't I? Isn't the B for bargains? Isn't it bargains and more? Because then it would no. be bargains and more bargains. No, I think oh, it's the it? name of the people. Oh. B&M. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway. It, it was pretty cheap. So that that was pretty naff. But I don't think I've ever received anything that I thought was amazing. I got, a, I, I did get a belt once, one a reversible belt that's black on one side and, gr- and brown on the other. So if you've got brown shoes or black shoes, you can just spin the buckle around and you can wear it whichever way you like. That was quite useful. That's pretty got one. Appreciate that, mate. That sounds, sounds like the kind of thing you get off Timu, doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't he play for Norwich? <laughs> I did give a decent, got that joke. <laughs> I did give a decent secret Santa gift once. I worked with an Everton fan, and remember when we played them in the cup in the in the League Cup? Toffees. Mm. Yeah. I no, I didn't get in toffees. Although now I wish I had. <laughs> um, 
I got him. There was a like a match day pin badge, and I got him a copy of the program and the match day pin badge. Wasn't a very secret secret Santa because it was clearly obviously fucking me. <laughs> but yeah, is that the type of gift that you wish? You I was going to say this well. is this. He was a massive Everton it. fan. It was what we talked about at work. It was fine. Oh, okay. I appreciated and, it. And did he take the program and give you the badge? <laughs> I know, but I bought myself. A, I did buy myself one. One as well. Yeah. 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 I bought by like. Yeah. 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 Does anyone want a program from Everton and <laughs> Everton versus Yeovil? Ben's got a stack of them. Uh, B and M is uh, from uh, Billington and Mayman. Malcolm Billington and Brian Mayman were the founders. Oh. They couldn't have called it that. It would have been wrong market audience. Billington yeah. and Mayman. I'm off down to Billington Maymans. Yeah, it sounds a bit posh, that doesn't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, headquarters in Liverpool. Near you. Anyway, enough of the BNM Wikipedia. Hmm. Uh, uh, Secret Santa. I got a Yeovil Town snood, 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 last year, which was a good one. I was okay. pleased with that. Can't remember ever really having a bad one. Didn't do it this year though, so all good. Nice. Uh, almost a pro pilot says, if you could get one Yeovil player a present, what would it be? I'd buy Will Doors a goal. Early doors. <laughs> um, that's a great question, by the way. I'll buy me a present. Oh, Ben's just thinking, I've got a whole list of things for Josh Dawn. I can't name any of them now. <laughs> I'm going to get Joe Day a Spider-Man. Nice. Shoot, yeah, I think. That's a good nice. One. That is a good one. Um, I would order an actual Glovies trophy and give it to Morgan Williams. For his Twitch followers. I would buy Michael Smith a smooth Irish whiskey to go mm. with his voice. Yeah. Yeah. And a Not dictaphone. Irish. Yes, a dictaphone. So he could just send us voice notes. We could just do that on his phone, couldn't he? Yeah. Why does he need a dictaphone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Pro Pilot also asks, which new player we recently signed do you think loves the club the most? New player? As in this season? I reckon yeah, Frank... I so. Does Frank Newblade, does he count as new? Yeah, I'd say old. so. Yeah. No, as in... as in new. I didn't know whether they meant new as in... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I would We've say Frank Newblade. not very many players recently, have No, we? that's right. true, that's true. Um, I would say Frank Newblade. Um, I think everything that you've seen of him, and it might just be him as a person. Uh, he's obviously a bit of a, a bit of a character and a leader and all those other cliches that there are, but he's moved down to the area, I think. Kids are in school there. Um, he's obviously got his own uh, soccer school, isn't he, for, 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 for kids. I think he's integrated himself well into the community. I, I he, he seems like the kind of guy that, that likes, um, like, loves the club, I would say. Yeah. I think he's a player who's, like, he's obviously he's been around, isn't he? He's yeah. a journeyman. He's been to lots of different football clubs and has fairly used to having to get into the community and stuff as well. But I'm surprised how much he sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's thrown himself into it, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of man to throw into something. That is. Uh, and is Michael Smith likely to stay another season? Or do we think he is likely retire, to retire after season's end? Don't how think old he's going to retire. 35? Oh, no, he's got... Very no, young man. Get, get another four-year contract on the man. 
Yeah, I think um, yeah, whatever whatever happens to us this season, I, I think there is a hundred percent a place for Michael Smith next season. Yeah, hundred percent without question. Saying um, stay now, stay now, stay now. I don't think I can take the pain. <laughs> um, Won't you stay another day? I can imagine um, if there is any threat of him going, Elliot Watts will be outside his bedroom window singing that up to him from through a microphone. White coat. Next to use the lyrics to stay with Joe Day instead of <laughs> another day, and they can both hang around. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Won't you stay with Joe Day? Stay no. now. <laughs> there you go. Stay now, day now. <laughs> oh God, this is taking a turn. It's almost going into a different <laughs> this is, song. This, I think this is like a really the end of a really drunken Christmas do. <laughs> We're doing it's a karaoke. Like, it's our Christmas party. We can do what yeah. we like. <laughs> our Christmas party. Yeah. Ben's got upside down star. Anything's possible. <laughs> Still not sure about it. He's still um, not sure. Uh, Robin Bachelor says, Last night I saw a YTFC player liking Joey Barton's tweets, calling Mary Earps a big. Is it Earps? That's really Somerset the way I've said that, Earps. isn't it? Earps. A big sack of spuds that plays in goal for a girls' team and that people were jumping on the bandwagon. For the record, we have not, we don't know if there is a YTFC player. Although I think. There's someone else in another someone chat. Someone has suggested that it was a former Yeovil Town goalkeeper who is no longer with the club, but was at the club at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, as yeah, as sports personality year when Mary has become a huge role model for aspiring keepers in the women's game, how can we encourage a culture at the club that encourages more women and girls to participate in the new women's team? Well, and I think we do that. Yeah, I think all the things you see from the that comes out of the women's social channels and when our um when the club channels talk about the women's team, I think we absolutely have that now. Like when you think where we were at the very start of the year, uh, the start of this year was the announcement that we were launching a women's team, and now we've got one. We've got all the different um we've got different age groups playing as well. I just think. I think we've done that. I think over the course of this year, we have come on at leaps and bounds from where we were 12 months ago. So, um, and like and we said, we got them. I was going to say, and it's the first 12 months. There's only one way it goes, and that's more, and that's up, and that's further, and that's more highlighting and more um, screen time and availability and there will be a goal somewhere to get the ladies playing at Hewish Park at one point or another in the future, whenever that makes sense for all parties. It's things like that. And that's something you can do. The other thing we can do is stop giving misogynistic pillock like Joey Barton any more airtime. Man's a douchebag of the highest order. And he's, yeah, he's not worth my, not worth my airtime or anyone else's for that matter. I was just going to add Joey Barton is a helmet of the highest order. Oh. That's all I have to say on the matter. Honest to God. Man's an absolute pillock. Right. He on. is. He is, but there will be people out there probably listening to this podcast who agree with him as well. That's the thing. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it's that it's that thing where he's gone from being Bristol Rovers manager to, oh, not actually been able to get a job. So now I've got to go fully in on this weird 
take that he had before he was a football manager. Like he mm. was always a bit out there on Twitter, wasn't he? Like some weird pseudo philosopher that was just ad, just an idiot. Play for Marseille, you know. So that means he can <laughs> say whatever he likes. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I don't give him time of day. People can give him time of day if they want to, but yeah. yeah. Wouldn't want him anywhere near my football club ever. When no. Piers Morgan agrees with you, you're in trouble, I think. Correct, yeah. You it's the company you keep in it, and the people that have come out in support of him are all the types of people I wouldn't want to keep company with. Okay. Right, that's that's it for Twitter. It's quiet on yeah. quiet on Twitter today. There were a couple of in 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 my my bad. I did put the um the uh, call for questions up late. Uh there are well there, there, there's one question on Facebook because Steve Vox just says C O Y G, come on you greens I think and three exclamation whoa, marks. Whoa, whoa. So, huh? Is it G greens? Come on, glovers, you surely. Oh, glovers could be glovers. Yeah, all right. Come on, you glovers. Yeah, all right. Be glovers or greens. Yeah, could be either. All right, they both begin with G. Chill out. Then, anyway, uh, do we agree with Steve? It'd be come what? on, you Glovers cast. Yeah. Oh, on. now we're talking. All right, thanks, Steve. Well, Steve, Steve's my new fave now. Okay, yeah. Gary Hurst. Gary Hurst. Oh, wait a sec. Gary Hurst. Gary Hurst. I work with Gary Hurst. I work with Gary Hurst. Hi, Gary. Uh, he, he rings me up every Friday morning. Not every Friday morning, but a fairly regular Friday morning. Gary Hurst has written a oh a like blog a, poem. I want to say book. I want to say university thesis Ooh, about geez. about um the psychology of um basically playing at home uh in like uh, and the you know why why it is better for you um, playing at home which he keeps saying he was going to send me but he, he he never has but there we go gary anyway you on to you could ring him up tomorrow morning dave yeah do it oh yeah that's friday I, I, would be, yeah. I would be I, interested i've got i've got a feeling he's not going to be in work tomorrow morning but um yeah ben will have a copy gary if you listen i will cheers right. guys anyway this isn't his thesis but here's a question short-term signings to guarantee we get promoted this year or more of a longer vision where we sign up players that are also good enough to help us to compete in the National League next year? Question mark. There is an argument for signing more senior players that we might potentially look to bring in in the future. Um, honestly, I, I go back to my my theory at the start of this season. Get us out this damn league. Amen. I don't really care what happens in the summer coming. I, I honestly don't. Get us out this damn league and get us moving if we have to rebuild a little bit next season and finish 15th before we make a push on again, fine. Get us out this down. And if that means bringing in a player who's going to set us up 10 goals between now and the end of the season or score us 10 goals or help keep, keep clean sheets, fine. And if that means they end up moving on somewhere bigger and better, fine. I've kind of got that about Joe Day of Joe Day's brilliant if he gets us up and gets us promoted and then a football league club comes in from him. Fine, crack on, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care. We'll find another keeper. Well, but get us out of this league. Well, Mark Cooper said today it's about finding players who will be able to be with us next year as well. Yeah. And I yeah. think over the That's last ideal, isn't it? Uh, over the last ten years, we've complained about 
one year contracts, six month contracts, changing everything over summer and all of that. And I, I, I think there's an argument that we can do both. I think we're in a position now where we've got a squad that we've got an experienced spine. Um, Worthy's going to have another season under his belt. You've got Michael Smith, you've got Joe Day, Alex Whittle's an experienced player as well. Um, Charlie Cooper's experienced. Jordan Young will have had a, another season where you know he's had a, a he will have had a good season at this level. Then he'll feel a bit more ready for National League. Maybe Hyde, Murphy, Newblade. There's Jordan Maguire, Drew. There's loads of players who've played lots of games already in there. So I think we're kind of at a stage that let's add some that you know like Jay Fulston type player who's younger, played a lot of games at National League South and can progress and go up the leagues with us. A little bit like we did back in the day when we signed players like McKindo, Gavin Williams, Lee Johnson, Darren Way, and all these players who just grew with us and then outgrew us because they were that good. Mm. And I think when you I'm look at... I'm not saying we're play- going to be able to do that, sorry. No, no. I think when you when, when you um, look at the players we have brought in from lower divisions, they have been of a good quality, haven't they? I mean, Jordan Young, you mentioned there, Jay Wannell's another one. Um, Jay Fulston, we've only seen him for one game, but hopefully he's going to be another one. So yeah. it does feel like, I mean, if we went up next season, I I don't think this squad is anything more than a mid-table team in National League Premier. Um, but I think if you add a few more around it, if you find some magic ointment to run on uh, rub on uh, Jordan Stevens' hamstrings and uh, and stop them from quavering, then um, <laughs> yeah, he he could be another amazing signing, couldn't he? So I I think there will be a combination of the two. I think I I, I agree with Ben. Just get us out of this division. I think I agree. Totally agree. Get us out of this division. But I think we're at a point, a stage of the season now where we can start, where we should be able to start thinking about next season. Uh, and we are. Well, yeah, exactly. Morgan Williams, um, Jay Folson's alone with a, 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 a permanent in mind. And it's that those kind of decisions that are fourth, sort of forethinking that we haven't had in previous years. How How, I mean... We called for it around the Christmas time that Saul left. You know, it was in that, in that year of just just plan ahead and you keep the manager and you keep your best players and you don't lose yeah. them all. And suddenly Tom Knowles is a Warsaw player and your manager manages Woking and all the rest of it. So I do like that. I do like that. There just has to be an element of great that we're planning for two, three years time, but two, three years time cannot be at this level. Simple as that. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I, I well, I... You assume, given our position in the table, that the planning is <laughs> who can play in the National League next season. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a second part to Gary's question, which we may have answered already, which says, um, uh, "Which players that we currently have do you think are good enough to be part of the squad that can compete in the National League?" I mean, I would say I think probably I... like which players aren't good enough. Mm. Yeah, I think all of them, all of them are better than what we had last season in the oh, National 100%. League. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, except Matt Worthington, who was as good as Matt. Well, Worthington. no, I, no, I was about to say the the exact opposite. I think Matt Worthington this year is better than Matt Worthington last year. Well, yeah, but and that, I, might, I, that might have something to do with the level as well. Yeah, and those around him. But I just think I completely agree. Jake Warner was a National League centre back. 
Morgan Williams, we know is Michael Smith, we know is Michael Smith shouldn't be at this level or the level above. Alex Whittle was doing it last season. Joe Day should be nowhere near this level. And actually, the defence kind of taken care of. We know on their day, fitness permitting, Hyde, Murphy, Newblake can all do it in the grade above. There's a couple untried ones. Don't know if Jordan Young can properly do it. He didn't really get a fair crack at the whip last year. But everything we've seen from him, yes, he can. Will Dawes didn't get a fair crack at it last season. But we think everything we see from him this season probably means he could. It's those unknowns, maybe, but I agree. This whole squad, with a bit of help, a bit of support, with a bit of momentum behind them, absolutely can play at a higher level. In the words of Donald Rumsfeld, there are known knowns and known unknowns and unknown unknowns. Wow. That's who the first time Donald Rumsfeld. Who knew what I the first Donald Rumsfeld first time... quote on this podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. Well, we done, it. Dave. Enjoy, enjoy your trip to Eastbourne. I will do my very best and, um, yeah, hopefully come back with three points to pop in under the Christmas tree. No, oh, that's nice. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal!